Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III. You're tuned in to the Next Level Leader Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I certainly appreciate you. And I know that many of you who are listening to this are listening all around the world. So we certainly appreciate all of you every single week who share this podcast, make certain that others download, subscribe. Thank you so much. It's a place where we try to empower leaders, expose them to some of the greatest thought leaders on the planet, share with them strategies that we believe can help each one of us just live a life purpose, to live full, to make certain that all that God has placed in us is manifested in our lives. Thankful for each of you who follow me on social media. I encourage you to do that. Do it now. Joseph Walker 3 at Instagram, Periscope, Twitter, Joseph Walker, number three. Thank you so much for doing it. I want to stay connected with you. Uh, that's what we do here. I'd like to hear from you. If Next Level Leader is blessing your life, if there's a comment you'd like to make, something that we've shared, please, please, by all means, make certain that you do. Listen, today I want to talk about something that I believe every single individual has dealt with or you may be dealing with right now, and that's dealing with loss. You know, loss is something that is one of those realities that is inescapable, particularly in a season like this. We're watching so much loss happen, loss of life, loss of jobs, loss of relationships. COVID-19 has been like a grim reaper in some instances. It's caused many people to be disillusioned, discouraged because of the enormous loss that they've experienced. Loss can play a toll on your psyche, your spirit. And as a leader, it is important that you learn how to bounce back, how to use your loss for something of great gain. That makes it challenging because you have to be able to walk through the normal processes of loss, deal with it emotionally, and then come to a place where you can wheel yourself to the next season of your life. I want to tell you something about loss in my own life. Many years ago, back in 2005, I lost a wife to cancer. It was a tough thing for me because as a leader, I was leading and I was encouraging other people but I was experiencing this loss in silo. The depth of the loss was almost unbearable. It took me so long to just process it because of the devastation of what occurred in my own life. Maybe you've lost a spouse, brother or sister, a mother or father. It is tough. I get it. I've lost a brother. I've lost a sister. I've even lost a house to a fire. I've lost significant relationships, friendships that I thought would be in my life forever because of betrayal, because of other issues. 
some of which I still today don't understand. I've had to process loss. When we lose those significant relationships, it is no secret. Jesus kind of says something in John 14, let not your heart be troubled, believe in God, believe also in me. Your heart, your heart be troubled. You get it? He recognizes that the severing of relationships affects our heart. We have to be honest about that. It is a matter of the heart. We're dealing with loss. I want to give you some things to think about in regards to loss. I want you to take out something and write this down because when you lose someone or something, how do you process it? First thing is I want you to understand that loss is inevitable. It is a part of the cycle of life. It is a part of the cycle of your existence. It is an inevitable reality inescapable by any person. If you keep living, you will experience loss. Loss is not something that is occurring just to you only. Every single day, there is loss. And it is important to understand that we must prepare ourselves, brace ourselves for that inevitable reality because we cannot allow it to have us on the sideline that we're no longer productive and no longer moving forward because we act like it was never supposed to happen to us. We don't get exemptions from loss. And when loss comes, even though I cannot control it, I can't control how I respond to it. And let's be clear. The second point I think that's important to lay out for you today is that loss is is tough. We're not going to sugarcoat this. It is weighty. It is mentally exhausting. Loss is something that is tough even on the strongest person. And it is important to accept it for what it is. When we have become accustomed to a thing being a particular way and no longer it's going to be that way, that's tough. Can you imagine, even in COVID-19, the idea that many of us now have to wrap our mind around the loss of the normalcy of things pre-COVID and think about a world that exists post-COVID? the loss of certain normalcies, the loss of certain social realities, the loss of certain places we used to love that didn't make it through COVID. It's tough. It's tough processing that. It's tough dealing with that. But it is not impossible. And so I say to you today, if you find it a little tough, know that it is absolutely appropriate because every person that experienced loss, regardless of where you are in leadership or life, you have to embrace the fact that it is tough. But here it is. What loss really does, and I really want you to get this, is that loss really reveals our finiteness, our fragileness. It helps us put life in perspective. And we are not here forever. Things are temporal. And oftentimes we grow and live with a sense of invincibility. We forget the frailty of the things that we have, how fluid they really are. And though we're thankful for our homes and thankful for our relationships and thankful for the tangible possessions that we have been afforded by the grace of God, and the platforms that we've been able to be on and opportunities that have opened up for us, we have to remember 
how finite we really are and how fragile those things really are. One phone call, one circumstance can change those realities in a heartbeat. And it is important to live our lives full, live our lives complete, to live our lives in such a way that we have no regrets. It has been said, this is why you should forgive people, why you should make certain you say something nice about people and to people every single day, because you never know when it will be your last. You should feel your purpose and live your life to the fullest. Make certain that you're doing the things that you really want to do because there may come a day you may not be able to do it. Hug your children a little closer. Make certain you get all those things out of you that God placed in you. and Stop procrastinating. Stop sitting around saying, I've got time. You don't really know how much time you have. You don't know how much time you'll be on that job, how much time you have, the platform that you have, seasons change. And it does reveal to us our own mortality, our own finiteness, our own fragileness. That's why it's so important, again, to live every single second, every single minute, every single hour filled with purpose, intentionality, to make certain I am absolutely doing what I am called to do in the earth. Now, let's understand that grief is appropriate. A lot has been said about grief in books written on grief. And we have to understand that grief is a process. Grief is an appropriate response to loss. And when people grieve, they grieve in a variety of ways. We know that there are stages of grief. They've been chronicled through literature for years. Let's talk about them for a moment. You know, denial being the first, that it is very appropriate when you experience loss. Could this be happening to me? This isn't true. No, this isn't happening. This, this just can't be. And the denial stage is, is absolutely real because I've been there. I know you have as well. And that's an appropriate stage to really, really, in your mind, deny the facts that are lying right before you because that's how grief works. Then it moves to anger. Not if this could have happened to me, but now that it has happened, why me? Why? Why would God allow this? Why would they fire me? Why would they leave me? Why would this occur? And so the anger comes up. And when people are grieving, we have to give them the space and the grace to grieve and not judge them because it is an appropriate response. It doesn't mean that they're not spiritual. It doesn't mean that they're not focused. It means that they're just in the stage of grief. And so that anger does come. And then when it comes, it's pointed and directed towards someone. I've often said when people are grieving, they oftentimes direct their anger and frustration, their emotions at people who are closest to them. People who are closest to them have to be willing to process that it's really not about you. It's about what that person's going through. And out of the anger comes the bargaining, right? The bargaining, you know, trying to negotiate the rules to overturn what has occurred. And here's what I did. My prayers turned over to God like this. Lord, if you would just let her come back. 
it would be a great miracle. If you could raise her up off of that deathbed right now, God, we would give you so much glory. We, this would be the most modern testimony, amazing testimony ever that so many would come to you. So many folks would come to Christ if they knew. They saw this. That's the bargaining. Make an exemption for me. I know this is what's supposed to happen, but Lord, if you could just for me do this, that's how we bargain. Yeah, we bargain in the relationships. We bargain on the jobs. We bargain trying to reverse or change the inevitable. And when we realize that the bargaining does not work, that's when the next stage kicks in. Depression. Yeah, loss brings that. I've been there. I know you have as well. I remember being depressed and not knowing I was depressed. I remember sitting up holiday season and did not put a tree up, did not have lights on in the house that much. Still fixing plate for two for dinner. She wasn't there, but I could smell her. I felt like she was always there with me, even though she wasn't. And I was having conversations and I was setting up memorials. Didn't want to throw anything away that belonged to her. I had pictures and I kept putting pictures up and different pictures and it became a memorial. And I realized how unhealthy that was because I, I was becoming deeper and deeper uh, into the pit of depression. I was falling and, and it was important for me to acknowledge that and go and talk to someone as I did. And I'll talk about that, but I had to, to walk that out, to go get counseling to help me come out of this space of depression. And we have to admit, even now in this season of coronavirus, that there is a low-grade depression occurring in the lives of, of every single individual. People are experiencing this depression and not knowing how to deal with it. On top of all the loss that we've experienced, there's a certain impact that the weight of all the loss that's going on in our lives is producing. And then there comes a moment out of the counseling, out of those groups that you attend, out of the moment, in the process of time, there is acceptance that this has happened and now I must move on with my life. I must be willing to deal with the inevitable reality that loss has hit my life in such a way I've gone through the process of grief. And what it does, once I get through those different steps of grief, those different stages of grief, it forces me to regroup. It causes me now to look at my life, pick up the pieces, and say, what can I do to salvage what's left and continue to go on? Here's what leaders do. They regroup. They don't stay in a place of brokenness and pain, and, but they pull themselves together. As you're listening to this, perhaps this is your chance now to move out of, place, out of a place of lamentation and come to a place where you actually say, I have to recruit and get me together and be willing now to do something that's forward thinking now. What will the next season of my life look like? What will these next relationships and these next things in my life begin to look like? That's why it is incredibly important for me to recruit. <laughs> there is life after death on both sides. There's life after death, obviously, on the other side. When the person passes away, we know there's life after death. We know there's the promise of God, eternal life. But there's also life after death for those who've experienced it 
and have lost loved ones or lost jobs or lost relationships, there's life after death. There, there's, there, there are opportunities after loss here. You, you can pick up the pieces of your life and you can truly, truly create and produce some of the most extraordinary things you've ever thought about. This is the time for you to live. And a part of that is, what do I get the strength to do that? It's the next principle is building on the legacy. When I think about the loss of loved ones, I, I think about their legacy and I build upon that legacy and I make sure that, that, they, that they live on to the work that I do. You make your, your, your mother or your father or your sister or brother who passed away proud when you take their legacy and you continue to build on it and live and do the work that they were attempting to do in the earth. And that's what makes it so powerful. But even in the midst of loss, you, their lessons can really not build upon legacy if you don't learn the lessons that you need to learn. Even in those negative situations where you've had loss of relationships or people have not done you correctly, you build upon that. You say, I've learned and you know, I won't be a fool the next time. But I, I continue to build myself in a wiser capacity, build my dreams, and I began to move forward in a, in a much more wiser and succinct capacity. Legacy is important, becomes a foundation. And while you're listening to this, think about it for a moment. <laughs> you, have a marvelous, uh, you have a marvelous legacy to build upon. But you can stand there and weep and be broken and say that this is it. Listen, you're not supposed to stay in this space. This is just a comma. It's not a period. The best of you can really be the rest of you. <laughs> the best of you is waiting to come out. I say it all the time. The rest of you can be the best of you. The best of you can be the rest of you. Either way you want to flip it, it's still the same. I want to leave this with you. That you have to live to end on empty. What does that mean? It means every single day as a leader, I wake up filled in purpose and I leave it all out there. I leave everything on the table. That's how you know you are next level leader. Every single thing that's placed inside of me, I want to make certain that I every day say I'm empty because I put it all out there. I've done all those things. I didn't hold anything back. That's what athletes understand. When they go out and play, I left it all on the court. I did not hold anything back. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be a champion. I've got to leave it all out there. That's how your life should be lived. Ladies and gentlemen, live it all out there. Leave it all out there. Make certain you have no regrets because as a leader, you will experience loss. It will occur in some capacity of your life. But it is important to know every single day Everything that God has placed inside of me, I'm making certain that I'm manifesting it in order that it might be a blessing to someone else. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this podcast has blessed your life. As you reflect upon some loss in your life, I know for some of you it's been very painful to think about loss, particularly during holidays and other moments, but it's important that you process it, that you realize that 
loss will occur, but you have the power and the strength to live after loss. I want to make sure you follow me, Joseph Walker 3. I want to make certain you absolutely follow me on Instagram, Periscope, Twitter. Also, I want you to go to josephwalker3.org. I have a new book that's coming out, and uh, I want you to pre-order it. I want you to make certain that you get your copy because I believe that it will be a blessing for you. The book is entitled Leadership and Loneliness. Hmm. I tell you, for a leader, it's a must-read. It's going to help you process some things. You can pre-order your copy, and uh, we'll get it to you in a few weeks. But I want to thank you so much. Thank you for being the leader that you are. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for being attuned to the loss in your life and knowing that you don't have to allow it to paralyze you, but that you can move forward in the things that God has for your life. Until next time, may the Lord bless you real good. That's my prayer. God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcast or download it. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.